It's Divas That Care Radio, stories, strategies, and ideas to inspire positive change. Welcome to Divas That Care, a network of women committed to making our world a better place for everyone. This is a global movement for women, by women, engaged in a collaborative effort to create a better world for future generations. To find out more about the movement, visit divasthatcare.com after the show. Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Divas That Care. My name is Candace Gish. Oh, my goodness, guys, I'm really excited. As I always say, I'm always excited when we have brand new divas to our program. You know, I love talking to our monthly guests, but it's always cool to get to know somebody brand new. And today we're going to be welcoming Deb Coleman, and I'm really excited to be talking with her. She's got a lot of great things out there. She's doing some social media stuff, and, you know, I'm really excited about what she's going to be sharing with us and how she's going to inspire all of us today. So welcome to the program, Deb. I'm so excited to talk to you. Me too, Candace. Thank you so much for having me here. Oh, my goodness. It is my pleasure. You know, you and I have been trying to get a hold of each other for quite a while now, and I think the timing is just perfect today. Exactly. Me too. <laughs> so, Deb, would you mind introducing yourself to all of our listeners today? No, I'd love to. Uh, I'm Deb Coleman, and I love, Candice, that you said, you know, share about me, not so much my business at this point, because we'll get into that later. And that's so aligned with how I actually do my business is to share as much as we can about who we are, what we do, what we value. So for me, I'm coming in from Syracuse, New York, which is central New York. I've lived in New York my whole life, not right here. I'm originally from Long Island and made my way up a little bit more north into the center part of the state. I have three sons on their way kind of out the door, a couple still in college, but the first one is already out on their own. And um, I started way back when in mental health. That was my first work, My came directly out of my schooling, and it's something that I'm still passionate about in not, you know, I worked with people with severe mental illness and also just the aspect of counseling and supporting people to be the best that they can be is really something that has served me in all aspects of my life in business and outside. So, um, and I think the more that we share these, our history, how we got to where we are, what we're doing in our days that is non-work, the more people get to know who we are and trust us if they align with what we're talking about. I love that. You know, it is so true. I love being surrounded with people that are authentic. You know, they're not trying to sell you stuff, you know, and, you know, it's just, I like authentic people. I like people who tell me who they are and I can relate to them. Um, And that's why I'm really excited about today because you've got this amazing business and I want to dive right into that because I know it's going to be a long topic. It's all about building trust. So let's talk a little bit about that. Tell us a little bit about your business and why it's so important. Uh, Thanks so much. I'm a content conversion strategist, and I've always in this work been a content creator. So whether it's blogging and helping other business owners how to blog, how to use social media, how to do their marketing materials, all of that, it always for me came back to what is it, what's their intention with what they're creating, and who do they want to reach, and how can they make this connection? So it's actually only more recently that I've labeled it social trust and actually using the hashtag social trust 
particularly on social media, that it's really all come together, that that's the, that's the foundation of how people come to know who we are, to make decisions about whether they want to learn more, whether they're considering buying from us, referring us, or collaborating, which is even better most of the time. And when we are more free to share those parts of ourselves that doesn't maybe always show up on the website, people make that connection faster. And like you said, it's more authentic. It's more based on who we are as people first and then as business owners who have a service kind of second. I think that's really important because I think we're overwhelmed right now. There's so much out there. We don't necessarily know where to look. We're we're so used to how things are done, I guess you could say old school way. And coming online, a lot of people have found it very challenging. I know a lot of people, women in business, that have been really trying to navigate this system. And it's been very challenging for them when they've been so used to doing trade shows to get their business out there or, you know, doing some type of old school marketing. And doing all the new stuff is a little bit of a a challenge. Yeah. And I'm so glad you said that because that's the thing is also how and when we learn how to put our business out there into the world. There's a lot of noise out there and there are a lot of older marketing strategies that no longer work. And much like you said at the beginning here, people crave authenticity. And we also usually can tell when someone is being awkward or they're just doing the thing that everyone says, do this and you'll get buyers. And and no one likes to be approached that way. And many of us have never felt comfortable doing any of those things. So what I'm really about helping business owners do is to keep it simple, like you said, to not allow it to become so overwhelming, to kind of strip back some of the the pretense that we sometimes think we need to do in order to show up a certain way. And people are not being disingenuine. It's just that they they feel they have to show up professionally so they shouldn't be sharing personal information. And there's a fine line as to where that line is, and everyone gets to decide that for themselves. You know, are you going to show photos of your dogs or your kids or your home? Uh, maybe you will, maybe you won't. Some some will choose to do that. But you can always show the view outside your office window or, um, you know, the cup of coffee in your your desk set up or something that allows people to see a little bit about what you're like, like where you are. And as you were saying at the beginning here, it's how we connect with people and how we start to have more meaningful conversations, right? It gives us an entry point to say, oh, you like that? Um, Or I noticed the wall hanging behind you when you're live streaming tell me a little bit about that, or I have something similar. Like it could be the tiniest thing that actually leads to meaningful conversation, building trust, and then ultimately making a connection that might lead to a sale or a referral or a collaboration. So tell me, how do you work with these individuals? So you've got a lady that's listening to our program today, and she's really interested in, you know, getting more leads for her business or, you know, really trying to get out there. How do you help these individuals? Yeah, so as a a content creator and a conversion strategist, strategist, 
initially I was helping people with all aspects of their content, and I still do because like you said, particularly when people are new, they're trying to learn and do all the things at once. And I have private group programs where I help a small group of business owners learn how to build trust through all aspects of their content in a way that becomes really integrated. So what they're posting on social media relates to what they're putting on the website, relates to what they're saying when they're on a podcast. Um, Integrated, it's all simplified, and it's all built on starting and creating trust building. I also host a weekly Twitter chat. That's mostly where I hang out, although I am on pretty much all the social media platforms. On Twitter, I host a weekly Twitter chat where people could come, learn about topics that are important to business owners, and also join a community right there around the hashtag social trust that is based on, just like it sounds, like building trust with the people that you're connecting with online. So not only do you get to learn about it, but you get to practice it in real time and make connections, almost like networking in a sense, that you can then take further. Connect with people beyond just the Twitter chat. That's an hour a week. Reach out, do a virtual coffee, learn more about them, uh, you know, find other ways to have conversations that are based on trust. How is it important now to go network with people online? Well, it's, you know, as you said, so much has changed too, and there hasn't, as we all know, in the last couple of years been as many in-person opportunities. We've all kind of, many of us anyway, have resorted to working at home, whether we did that before or not, and, and less kind of human contact. So we need to find more and more ways to bring that connection piece back into how we show up online. It shouldn't be a sterile representation of our business. It should be who we are. When we are comfortable, we should be showing our faces. We should be doing some video if we're we're able to do that or learning how to stretch more into that space, sharing our values, telling people why we do what we do. Why did you get started? Why do you serve the, the group of people that you do? How do you go about doing it? It all tells a story of who we are as people. And when people are choosing to decide to buy or to refer or to collaborate, those are the things that they're thinking about, right? They want to know you enough to know if this is the next right step for them, if the timing is good. And the more sterile or reserved or professional we may be coming across, often we're kind of eroding trust because people feel like they don't get to know the person behind the brand. And that's really what they're seeking and craving at this point. It's a part of the evolution, I think. You know, we're, things, have, like you said, have changed so much in the last couple of years. And we really have to evolve with that. We need to figure out the next step. And I know a lot of people are searching. So it's really great that you're on our call today because you're able to share that with people because they're searching and they're not too sure why, you know, all of a sudden their business has taken a hit. But it's because they have to not necessarily rebrand themselves. They just need to get out there in a new way to showcase what they've been already doing. Exactly. And in fact, that's one of the things that I do with people, particularly centered around Twitter, is take a look at what it is they've been doing to this point 
and helping them to see the opportunity that might only require very slight tweaks to what they're doing online, but can make all the difference in the world in how people are seeing them and connecting with them and leading to more meaningful opportunities, you know, and and it's available to everybody, whether they have a small following or they're just getting started or they create a lot of content or not, like it's actually about engaging with the content that's already out there. Like that's the big key Mm -hmm. that many people don't recognize and then don't take advantage of is step into the conversations that are already happening online, contribute, um, share, shine a light on the other people who are there before we start posting our own stuff and spending a lot of time creating our own stuff. We actually go in there and join those conversations, much like in the Twitter chat, which is a great opportunity, but also just in the feed of any of these social media platforms is a great way to get noticed, get more visibility, and start these conversations that ultimately can lead to one-on-one conversations, which can lead to whatever it is we're trying to achieve in our business. So you're just teaching them how to do this. Yeah, exactly. And here's the thing, Candice, is that many people do this wonderfully in real life, right? We tend to be natural connectors. We meet people, we go to a networking event, we we have conversations. But it doesn't always translate to online. So a lot of what I do is support people to not be a different person, but just to learn and get comfortable with bringing their true essence into their online space and presence. I love that. find that a lot of people are aggressive. Um, You're trying to take that Mm -hmm. aggression out. You know, they want to get all out there because they're so excited. But you know what? We have to take a step back. We need to, as you said, you know, be authentic, you know, kind of get those conversations and lead into that, but not to kind of get into somebody's face and say, this is my product, you need to do this. So I, I love that right. we're able to really help people with this process. Yeah. Thank you. I love it. It's very rewarding. People feel good about what they're learning and, and when they start seeing a shift happening. And the the funny part is, well, it's actually one of the most rewarding pieces too, is they can create actually create less content. Like they can stop spinning their wheels as to what's the perfect thing to be saying online and instead relax into their own marketing presence a little bit and just show up. Just 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 speak as if the person was in the room with you, even though it's Twitter or Facebook or wherever you, you mostly spend your time you need to have conversations as if it's one-to-one and as if it's the way you would speak if you were um, in the room with the person. So, again, it's That's not great. so much, yeah, like it's mostly stripping back down to who we are as people. And do you take, do you go through all their social media with them then and see what they've already done and kind of help them tweak it that way? Yes. So right, like one of my services around Twitter is to do just that, like with a little bit of, input from the person, I can go back and look at the account pretty quickly because this is just the way that I think and what I see, see the opportunities that they can step into and give them a customized plan. Like here's what you could do more of, here's what you might need to do a little less of, and, and teach them the strategies. Because what I love about being a strategist is people can learn in a way 
that helps them long term, right? They don't necessarily need me to do it for them. I much prefer to teach them to look at their content and and look at their have a new perspective around what engagement yeah. is and what that you know how we really make those trust building opportunities be a part of everything that we do online, which makes a lot of sense. So they don't have to feel like they have to keep up with all the trends all the time. They're kind of learning how to engage better instead of always it, trying to follow something. Yes. Exactly. And that's why this the one that's around Twitter happens very specifically to that platform. But I also have my group program where I do still help people with all the aspects of their content. And they do it in a way where they're learning, they're taking action, they're practicing, they're getting feedback and support as they go. So at the end of six months that we've touched on everything from social media to blogging to um, content repurposing to their lead generation, like it really helps them do it in a way that is less overwhelming because it's kind of spiral learning. Like we kind of come back to the same components uh, and then just add and build on it as we go. So that's another way that people can learn in a, in a way that's more digestible because we've all been in those places where we learn something new and great and we just don't have the opportunity to actually practice it, so we lose that. We lose that learning. We don't get the benefit of what it can really do for us. So I really okay. wanted to preserve that option for people. So you were mentioning, are your programs about six months in length? Yes. Yeah, so that one, my group lab program at the Content Conversion Lab, is six months because it really gives people uh, sufficient time to learn and practice and do. And oddly enough, a lot of people choose to stay beyond the six months because we're always looking to kind of evolve what we're doing, like take it to the next step. So they certainly can be finished in six months or they can choose to stick around and they'll always be learning something new as we go. Excellent. So there's a lot of group stuff. And you do a lot of one-on-one also? Yes, exactly. So it also can be just a single session with me. It, I really like to customize what I do to what people most need. Not everybody likes the group. Not everybody likes to go for a length of time. They might prefer to have one-on-one. That's always an option. And then they just get it, – it's a little bit more of a fast track to the results that they want to get and more obviously focused on their own material and their own content versus um, taking time as part of a group process. So I love to do both, and, and sometimes people do a hybrid, you know, and do a little bit of each. Which makes sense. Makes a lot of sense. All right, so how can our listeners get a hold of you? Do you have a website? Is there a way for them to contact you? Yes, absolutely. So my website is my name, debcoman.com, D-E-B-C-O-M-A-N.com. And I'm on all social media platforms as either Deb Komen or Deb Komen Writing. On Twitter is my main hangout, but you'll find me on all the other ones as well, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn. And um, happy to connect with listeners. Uh, reach out to me anywhere there. Um, and also, if they'd like a free gift, I can share that as well, Candace. I don't know if you want to That'd do that. That'd be awesome. We can definitely oh, do that. Sure. We can post it with our social media also. Okay, terrific. Terrific. I have something called a... 21 Trust Building Conversation Starters, very much in line with what we're talking about here today to help people have kind of a menu to look at to kind of either use as is 
or spark some of their own thoughts around how they can get started with this engaging more and starting the conversations that will lead to more meaning. And that everybody can grab at debcoman.com slash topics. Perfect. Thank you so much. And, Deb, last question that I have for you today. Do you have any tips, tools, things that our listeners can use today? Yeah, I would say probably many or all of your listeners are on at least one social media platform. Whether it's Twitter or not, I encourage you to go in there and before you post, look at Find the conversations that you want to be a part of, whether that's people, brands, searching the topic, searching your industry. Find the ones that spark something for you and contribute. Many people are looking, reading, consuming, but they're moving away. Stay in there, contribute, post, share, reply, and you will see a shift in what happens in your online presence. The more you do that, the more will come back to you that the next time you open the platform, you have all these conversation starters that you can now pick up the thread and take it a step further. I love that. Thank you so much. Oh, my goodness. Deb, we're going to have to have you back on the Divas That Care. I know there's so many more things that you can share with our listeners. (laughs) I'd love to come back anytime, (laughs) Candice. Thank you so much. I would love it. It has been a pleasure. Thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us today. Thank you. All right. And to all of our amazing listeners, thank you so much for checking out Deb today. Isn't this great? There's so much information. You're going to have to go check out her website. I'm going to be posting that on all of our links today. Uh, She has a lot of information here, guys. You're going to love her blog. You're going to love everything about her. And definitely check her out. Go and connect with her. There's a lot of us that are are struggling through this. You know, that's why we wanted to have Deb on today's program. Things are changing out there, and it's really great to be able to connect with somebody that's got the information and that can really help us through that and navigate that process. So, again, I'm really excited that Deb was my amazing guest today. I'm so thankful for all of our listeners. You know, it's because of all of you that we've continued to do our program now for 12 years. You know, we're so excited about this. You know, being able to chat and being listened to in over 30 countries around the world has just been a blessing to each and every one of us that are hosts on the Divas That Care. And it's because of all of you amazing listeners. So thank you again for sharing it, liking it, and always commenting on our program. So we're very grateful to each and every one of you. And please make sure that you all do something kind today. Until next time, everyone. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram, and of course on divasthatcare.com where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.